Hey everybody, Guido here with you. Welcome to Got Your Ears On. We're gonna take another break this week. Happy Memorial Day. I hope everybody had a nice Memorial Day weekend and got to go outside and do fun things. That's what we were doing. We're hanging out, chilling. Uh, and we're going to give you a special episode this week. We're going to go back all the way back to the beginning and give you the very first ever episode of Got Your Ears On. It's been two years almost since you got to hear this, so we're going to give it to you again. So enjoy. Here's the first ever episode of Got Your Ears On. Got Your Ears On is brought to you by Tactical Legion Knives. Live from the campus of Tom Radio, under the direction of Guido, Scoot, and Johnson, it's the pride of podcasting. It's Got Your Ears On. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Got Your Ears On. My name is Guido, along with Scoot. Yeah, yeah. And Johnson. Week one, boys. Listen, folks, we're here to talk about West Virginia University sports, and uh, it's football season. Everybody's ready to kick it off. Literally, we watched uh, this past weekend. I know we watched a little bit of that Miami game that was on that uh, was actually a pretty decent game for Miami, Florida. Uh, that uh, that happened. I was kind of shocked. I thought Florida was going to smoke Miami, but it was actually kind of interesting. People are criticizing that game, though, because it was pretty sloppy. Well, I, I got to tell you, I, I don't know if it was one of you that texted, like, I, I it, you know, that game was really chippy. Like, that, like those guys were, there was a lot of pushing, there yeah, was a lot of shoving. And I feel like if that was a, one of, uh, and that was a big 12, that was a big 12 officiating crew yes, in that was. game. Yes, it was. And I feel like if that was West Virginia versus K-State, flags, West Virginia versus Texas, flags would have been flying like crazy. Nuts! It would have been it would have been insane. How do you I like know the flag? See. How do you like the flag that came out for the guy going over and high fiving a couple stand a couple people in the stands at the Arizona Hawaii game? Um, <laughs> I saw that highlight. That just struck me as like one of those. How dare you go enjoy it with fans? Don't moments. you go have fun? There's no fun in college. There's no fun in college football. I'd say it was chippy in the Florida Miami game though, because you got to think. How many of those guys are actually in-state Florida guys? Yeah, they know. So they've each probably other. been playing each other for years. Yeah, they, they know each, each other. other for years. They've already played high school multiple times against each. You're right. Probably recruited by the same people against. That would each be other. like I don't even know. I don't. I don't think West Virginia could ever do that. No, no. That's almost like a Glenville State versus University of Charleston game, right? Is that what something. You're yeah, I mean something I, like I don't that. Know how else? Yeah, I mean pretty much. Close. Pretty much same thing. So, yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. So, anyways, college football's back. We're super pumped, and our West Virginia Mountaineers kick it off this weekend against James Madison University. Guys, I cannot wait. I cannot. It's, it's finally here. It's finally here. It's it's finally here. A new era. The near Neil Brown era. New new everything. It's like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be all fresh. There's not gonna be any. The only thing that's know, not real fresh are the uniform designs. <laughs> <laughs> they're what? not that fresh. Why, I don't do, think all that why fresh. do you say that? Why do you say that? I feel like it's just kind of a a slight change of the font here. It's not that exciting. Well, to me. what do you what do you want? A Don Neal I mean, rolling in like logo I think change this, or something? What do you want? I think this 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 uh this coal themed, you know, with the dark gray, I think there was a push for some of that like black and dark gray. I think that would have looked pretty sharp. No. I'm not saying they have like to wear it all stuff. the time, but I think you gotta, you know. You got to get a game out of it. I disagree. Yeah, yeah. You're playing Texas, horns down. You go with the char- the the goal, the gray. I can't even talk. The, the charcoal. Coal. Yeah. 
Yeah. What was the? Because we'll we'll have nightmares of uh, what was the Nike combat uniforms that Gino and the guys had a couple years ago. What did they call that? Oh, what well, those were? Uh, those what were, did they go pro yeah. combat? Not pro. Yeah, combat. but they had a anyway. Remember, they had the gray and they had like. Um, uh, We've got think, a gray this year, but it's not. It's not what I'm looking for. I'd like uh, to see black with the gray helmet. See, I'm a traditional. God intended them to wear gold pants, blue jerseys, and blue helmets. You'll never yeah. convince me otherwise. Right, right. You're you're old school. Like you are yeah. old school. I am new school. I know that mm-hmm. recruits are going to want the the recruits probably like the all whites better because it's fly and icy. New school, M- more like more like it, it more makes like it look poo, like they've got a lot like of drip. School, scoot. I think. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. You got to look so like any- you've got a lot of drip. So, anyways, JMU this weekend. Are either you guys even? Are you nervous about JMU at all, Johnson? Are you are you a little worried? Come on, man. I'm a traditional WVU fan. I am nervous for every single <laughs> minute of every single game. Of course, I am. I'll tell you one yeah. thing though. I so I'm in I'm in Greenville, North Carolina, and they um, they have JMU's former coach from last year. So you know, JMU we. Uh, you know, I know everyone expects that to be a win, and I and I honestly I do too, of course. But traditionally, JMU is a really strong program at the lower level. They're always in the playoffs. They're they're a really strong program. Their coach came to East Carolina University. That's where I was going with the the Greenville nod. So, uh, so ECU starting with their coach. So they're in turn starting with a brand new coach. And so the only thing I take solace in is they will be just as confused as we are in week one with their new coach so that i feel like that gives us even more of an edge i hear you I, well right now we're we're picked to win by a touchdown so jmu's taking seven points on us right now so that's where vegas has us yeah I, you know i feel like the only thing i'm a little nervous about is coming to this jmu game is that they were in the whatever fbs whatever it's called now one double a yeah yeah <laughs> the championship they were in the playoffs last year yeah. they were in the championship game last year for no that. they historically so they're, are they're they're, they're historically a, a, a strong team uh so i don't you know i don't think it's going to be one of those like patsy like we win it easily kind of first games but. i think i think what we'll end up doing guido and we'll see what scoot thinks too but i i feel like this is going to be one of those games where We'll come away with a victory. We'll be content about that. What we will talk about for the week following on the second podcast will be, yeah, but if that's Iowa State, that's not going to work. Or if that's, you know, Texas, that's definitely not going to work. I feel like that's what we'll come away with. We'll, We'll see some of the things that work against JMU. But the things that we really need to tighten up on if we're playing Big 12 competition, even NC State and Missouri, you know, we're, we're probably going to say that's not going to work next week. We're going to have to no. do better. So, I have, that's so what, what I have does the feeling. score need to be for you to feel comfortable? Does it need to be like a crazy blowout, like a, a 70 to 10? No, because here's the thing. I think where we will dominate JMU is probably more on the defensive side. I think we'll be able to hold JMU's points, you know, uh, under 30 or 35 i i just think that we're only going to score 30 or 35 and it's going to be a little closer than we all kind of want it to be as no i mean i think about. in my mind i want to beat jmu by two touchdowns or more 17 points that would make me feel yeah. good um and i i would expect that in a in a game like that 
if all else fails, you're just going to hand the ball off. We, we've got a complement of running backs. We're probably going to be able to push them around. That, that's what I would expect. I think what that, but that's what I mean. So I can see us coming out of the game saying, well, man, that quarterback situation that we thought was maybe settled doesn't seem settled. Or, you know, we'll have like, we'll have stuff in the back of our mind like, well, right. we still need some answers there after that game. But I think, you're talking, I think that's what your tune-up game always is, though. That, your opener is kind of always full of that stuff, though. Yeah, so, so we're spending a lot of time talking about this 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 one double-A team that we're going to have, or whatever, championship series, bowl championship series, that we're team that we're playing uh, in JMU on Saturday. But, let, let, Scoot, let's talk about the rest of the season and how you feel about it. I mean, we go on from there. We play Missouri, NC State, Kansas, and then we're in the October of hell uh that is, is that gonna what you're be, you're gonna go ahead i'm and I am du- I, I, hashtag october of hell <laughs> uh texas iowa state oklahoma baylor back to back to back um and none of those like iowa state's at home texas is in is home and oklahoma's in norman and baylor's in waco uh so it's that's a four game nightmare is what that is but what do you think Scoot? like how are we looking for the rest of the season after we win jmu what, what's the rest of the season look like to you well i i that's a good good question. I'm not as worried about people are worried about Missouri. I'm not worried about Missouri. People are worried about North Carolina. I'm not worried or North Carolina State. I'm not worried about North Carolina State. The only one I'm really worried about, if I were to really say I'm worried about anything, would be would be maybe Texas. Oklahoma. Oklahoma is a is a tougher game. But I think uh <laughs> the over under the the win total is 5. Vegas has us at five right now. Over-unders th- at five. I think we will finish with seven wins. I'm going Whoa. over. <laughs> what? I'm going and over. We, and what's funny is the three of us, Scooty. So Scoots, Scoots originally from Connecticut, yeah. West Virginia transplant. So Johnson, Johnson problem. and I, Johnson that, and I are born and raised. Yes. Uh, so, so we, so mean, we know we, better. We're that's realists. Where, that's that where you're is? going. Yeah, right. yeah, that's where you're going. We're realists. We know better. Scoot, come on. Seven wins and a bowl. You think we're going to? Bowl? You think we're going to a bowl? I I think yes. I'm gonna say this right now. If we win seven games this year and we go to a bowl, I am going to petition West Virginia University to put a statue of Neil Brown <laughs> on the mile ground somewhere. Scoot's like, already buying tickets. Get him to standing the on the lump bowl. of coal. Yeah, on the right. standing trip. on a lump of coal right in front of the mountain lair. So that when they, instead of touching the, the coal, they're rubbing his shoes <laughs> like, seriously, as they walk I, into the stadium. I am the complete opposite of you, Scoot. I love you. You know, I've been with this team long enough that I okay, understand. Here, I'm going to go through the schedule. You ready? Yeah, here we let's go. go. Let's go real let's fast. Do it. Here I go. James Madison, win. win. Missouri, I'm with you. win. Loss. Loss. North Carolina State, win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we? Maybe. Can you just right now? Don't, so don't rapid fire it. So let's just real fast, couple seconds on each one. So Missouri, Kelly Bryant is is at the quarterback for Missouri. That immediately makes me um, nervous because Scoot, you were the one that reminded me of our decimated secondary in the defense. So immediately Missouri, I don't even know who he's throwing it. He could be throwing it to eighth graders, and it still makes nah, me nervous because I don't yeah, know anything I'm, about I, this second. Things have changed since we've talked. Things have changed. They've taken – uh, and he you, may be what? a very good player. I really uh, – I mean, he was great in high school, uh, but Dante Bonamico is no longer the the top – uh, spot in in the depth chart. I think they've moved him to a linebacker position. You, you still think that's a win, though? Yes. 
No, okay. Um, I'm, I'm hard I'm pressed. No, I'm I see us no. one and one after Missouri. So right now, I, I see us one and one after Missouri too. So then, we're, we're right now Missouri is picked by a touchdown in Vegas. I think yeah, NC State. I think NC State. Scoot, I could give you a little bit of support because we're at home. And um, but I know think that's a push. Gibson really, and his defense. That's a push. That's our one push. I, yeah, I feel yeah. like that's Kansas a push. Win. 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 I'm with you on that one. Less Miles era. By the way, just want to say Les Miles area era hilarious in Kansas. It's going to be <laughs> uh, a train wreck. He already looks funny wearing that white Kansas hat, He's doesn't he? Dumb. Yeah. Right. It's going to. All right. Te- Texas. Texas loss. It, loss. I'll yeah, take okay. a loss there. Right. Iowa State loss. upset win. No. Oh, okay. It's at All home. Right. It's at home. home. Upset home. win. Uh, Oklahoma loss. Loss. So right now. Right, right now we're only picked. If you go through the percentage rankings in the RPI, we're only picked. There's only a six percent chance that we win the Oklahoma game. Six <laughs> puts six percent. So you're telling me there's, there's a, a chance. chance. Five and two chance. right now. Five and two. Baylor win. I'm, okay, Baylor is my upset. Baylor's my upset game. We're not going to be picked to win that game. We're going to win Baylor. But you That's have to admit, you have to admit he has Baylor playing really well. They're solid. They're as much as I thought they would be down forever. They're kind of popping back up and under this new regime. That's going to be a super tough game. I know. Texas I, Tech loss win. Yeah, te- Texas Tech. I think is new one coach. Of those, and if they get they they've got some some pretty good offensive players. I, that again, I scoot to me. That's more loss than win in my mind. But Kansas State. Uh, I say that's a win. win. That's a win. That's a that's a push. That's a close push, but could be a win. Kansas State always plays us tough, but I think that's a win. Mudflap bowl. Uh, <laughs> you know, I feel like that's a loss. I'm, the game. The that's that's going to be the game I'm at, folks. That's going to be the uh, the the get your ears on game of the game of the year. That should uh, that's be, a loss. get your ears on game of the year. That should be the game we're all at this year. Yep. Yeah, yes. we're all going to be at there. Should be. Um, that's a loss, though. Look for us in the Chick Fil A parking lot, folks. We'll be that, tailgating the Chick Fil A yes. parking lot. Yeah, we that will. is a loss. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that is a loss. That's TCU. A loss. I'm going to say loss. That's all. So I give him one, TCU's two, be... four loss. I, I got him eight and four. Four and eight. No, no, eight and four. You got him winning eight games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, <laughs> what are you talking about? wait, wait, wait. I got. You lost, just went man. through these other ones. I got and you, weren't so you went. You went. You went three and zero. Oh, four. You went four and zero oh to start the season. Didn't That's you? correct. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Then you're four and one. I, my losses are Texas, yeah, Oklahoma, you're okay, Oklahoma State, and TCU. I think we're going to be ranked going into the Texas Oklahoma game? State Oklahoma State game. Oh wow! This is like this is one of those things. Uh, so uh, uh, for those of you that are listening for the first time, I just want to let you know, Scoot, Scoot, we love you. Scoot's got a lot of brevity, and, and he he is. Uh, He's he wins at everything, and he thinks his teams are going to win at everything. And man, you got some confidence going into this season. Yeah, that's listen, way too. I mean, I, I I want us. Listen, it it would make me the happiest man in the world for that record to be what what actually happens. But scoot, that seems way too ambitious for this team this year. He's got a lot of juice. There's a lot of juice with this team. <laughs> well, that's. I hope you're right. I think it's going to be a tough. Well, I think then, it's going to be a tough well, year. Then, Guido, I think you pretty, and I were pretty much on the same page. Yeah, what did we have him at? Three, three, four wins. Three or four wins. Well, we had four. If we are four wins, let's say uh, let's say we go JMU, NC State, can't. Let's say we win the push at NC State, Kansas. 
then you have October of heck. Yeah, so I've got I've and got us winning four games. You're saying Texas Tech is a loss? See, this is yep. the typical this is here I'm gonna say this. This is the glass half empty mindset. Realist. Realist. Yeah, then you right had here. four. Listen, then you had exactly the flip of Scoot's optimism. So you're four yeah. and eight. I think I'm, I'm four more eight. four and eight. I'm gonna say five and seven because I we think win. we win one of those Texas Tech Baylor games. Um, but everything else, Scoot, I find this is a bowl team. No. No, I mean no. I want it to be. I'll be. I love it. it I love that you sure. say that, man. But it's it's not. But but here's the thing. We, we I, I sound negative, but I'll tell you. I I think that we're a a really good team in in two years. Next I year, think good. Next year, bowling again. This year's our only year that we're not going to hit a bowl. Next year, we'll be back in a bowl, and then we'll be back ranked and strong in 2021. See, I think the um, I think the defense is going to be nice. Yeah, I think. Well. That, uh, I think, I think the question the mo- mark will be at the quarterback spot. Yeah, I think the uh, I think the most important thing to remember, guys, is uh, from today it's one thousand one hundred and four days until we play Pitt and beat them to death. And that's really that's all the that mo- matters. That's all that matters. That's really all really. that matters. Well, listen, let's take a break. We'll come back and talk a little bit more about West Virginia University football. But first, let me uh, tell you guys a little bit about our sponsor, Tactical Legion Knives. Tactical Legion Knives, a West Virginia-owned and operated company that specializes in heavy-duty tactical knives and gear for the professional warrior the Weekend Warrior, and the Outdoor Warrior. Our products are built tough. For who? For warriors. Hey, Mountaineer fans, make sure you go on Amazon and search Tactical Legion Knives. And when you do, make sure you put in the promo code 25TOBRADIO for Tob Radio. You'll get 25% off on Tactical Legion Knives. All right, welcome back to Got Your Ears On. Thanks for listening to our first podcast ever. We really appreciate it. Don't forget, check us out on Twitter. It's at Got Your Ears On. That's all one thing. Ears, W, it's uh, E-E-R-S, Got Your Ears On. Uh, check us out. A lot of fun. We've got the ears polls that we put up all the time. You want to vote on those. There were a couple interesting ones we had uh, uh, going in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. So I put up a poll uh, on Ears poll uh, about which new Big 12 coach will have the most wins this season. L- a little bit of a homer pick. Everybody sort of picked uh, picked our boy Neil Brown. Um, don't know if, if that's going to be the the case. But anyways, check it out. When you're on Twitter, do hashtag Ears poll and see what you come up with. Everybody thinks Petaway is going to be our uh, leading rusher this year. Uh, Scoot, how do you feel about that? You think uh, Mr. Uh, Petaway's No, gonna- I do not. You do not. Uh, no, you, I think it'll what, be Kennedy McCoy. Feeling? I think McCoy will get uh, the vast majority of the touches uh, from the backfield. I feel like Jerry Seinfeld. No, I'm sorry. What's his name? Sinkfield. Uh, he'd be the one who. Alex, uh, Alex Sinkfield. Alex Sinkfield. Uh, I I feel like he's the one who's getting a lot of talk out of camp. Like you, you feel like I feel like Neil Brown's chatting him up a lot. I of think days. he's chatting him up, but I think uh, I think you're going to see Sinkfield come out of the slot some. I think you're going to see him catch the ball maybe a little bit more than than run it per se. So How I think are Ken- you guys not talking about my man Letty Brown though? 
Well, um, I think Letty's going to get some touches, but I, I'm telling you, McCoy's going to be the 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 workhorse. Well, and that wouldn't be going out on a limb, though, right? I mean, McCoy's no. gotten tons of like touches that's... the last two seasons. So and that would Neil Brown's sense. talked him up here lately, so that's why I thought yeah. I'd I'd go that route. Now so we were talking about some breakout players. Yeah, who's who's your offensive breakout player this year, Scoot? Like on the offensive side of the ball, who do you think's going to break out? I think yep. I think by the end of the season, George Campbell is going to be a guy that people are going to be talking about. Wide receiver out of Clearwater, Florida. You think uh, redshirt senior, right? He's this is his last senior, year graduate transfer. Yep, came to us from Florida State. He was a five-star recruit. He's six. Yeah, he's four, a big six, guy. Five, yeah, two, he's a two, over two hundred pounds. Guy. Yep, big cat. I, I think you. he's going to catch the ball. I've uh, I've I've got you on that. I've got uh, I've gotten the same kind of vein. I've got Giovanni Haskins as sort of my breakout this year. Uh, I feel like that tight end role. Wesco took a you know there were there was a lot of there was a lot of play to him last year. So I you think like, that'll continue? I think that well, I think that'll continue uh, honestly because it's going to be it's a new offense for everybody who's learning it. And two is is that you know it's it's that'll give them he's going to be the check down option, and I think well, you're going to see him get you're going to see him get a lot of touches because it's going to get checked down a lot to where he's he's going to be able to get the ball. I think he will eventually. I think Mike O'Laughlin is going to be the guy that starts the season there because yeah. Giovanni Haskins got some some off the field issues going on, so I think you're right. going to see O'Laughlin. I do think that Haskins will. He could be potentially a, like a, a pro type tight end. Well, um, and he's only he's he's a redshirt junior, so he's got he's still got some eligibility left. So I I, I think you'll start to see that uh, that happening. I also going to throw this out for on offense, just another little sneaky sneaky name, uh, just eligible Sean Ryan, the yeah. transfer from Temple. Yeah. Um, I think see I think a lot of people will focus on T.J. Simmons. I'm not sold on T.J. Simmons. Uh, I you know I think if we had Marcus Sims still I'd I'd be a little bit more sold on T.J. Simmons but right now I like George Campbell I like maybe Sean Ryan a little bit um, those are my well, offensive I like, guys I, I like George Campbell I mean he's uh he's definitely I mean and we've got a pretty strong wide receiver core and he's the tallest of all of them at six four so I mean he's 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 up there um, what do you got on the defensive side Scoot well. <laughs> I think my heart tells me to go with sandwich because <laughs> you, I like because you like, like, sandwich. like to eat. you like yes. a good, you like a good sandwich. My head's telling me to go with the Stills brothers. <laughs> okay, I tell you, man, I, it's hard for me not to go with the Stills brothers. I mean, you know, you've you, you know, sophomore, junior, my alma mater, go Polar Bears, Fairmont Senior High School. Uh, two boys that just are they're big. They look good out there. Um, so I'm with you on, on the Stills brothers this season. And uh, I'll throw another another little uh, sleeper, Quandarius Qualls. Did you just want to say his name? Didn't I you? did. <laughs> you did. But I but I think he is going to be something. He's going to be playing that. I think he's playing that bandit spot, which is kind of like a hybrid defensive end linebacker. Slash linebacker, right? So, so I think do that you think? Because I I want to. So who do you think is the the defensive leader? You know who's like the standout lead of the defense? Then do you think it's somebody like Qualls, or do you think it's someone else in that linebacker core? That's that's a good question because 
David Long being gone. David Long was kind of the heart and soul of that team yeah. on the defensive yep. end. That's what I'm. That's um, what I'm thinking. I think it's going to be a Stills. I think yeah. it's going to be a Stills brother. I I want to say I think I like Darius better than Dante. Darius is the younger one, I believe. Whichever one is yeah. the younger one, I believe I, I like the younger one. Dante's um, the younger one. Darius Dante's the okay. Junior. I like yeah, the younger yeah, yeah. one, Dante. Then, um, I I think that they. I think the the problem is obviously with defensive linemen. Um, they rotate quite a bit, so they're not on the field for almost every snap like a linebacker often is. Um, the secondary is a little nerve wracking. I think they've got a lot of moving parts back there. Um, we'll have to see how that goes. Hopefully, we don't get torched down the field. Um, I also am going to throw this out. If you're looking for a special teams guy, how about our Aussie punter, Josh Groden? Yeah. I think he's, that he's on campus, showed up. He's, um, from what I've heard, he's pretty, pretty good punter, pretty accurate. Yeah. They, they say he's a pretty, um, could be a secret weapon for us, which if they, if we have the season like you guys are saying, you're going to want a good punter. What yeah? What is it with what Scooty? What is it with the Australians coming and playing? It's, you know, and they're all like. I mean, I don't know how old he is. I say this, and this is not true, but they're. All, I feel like they're all like twenty-seven years old. They're all like forty years old. Like they here's come the thing. I think from they, Australia, they come late, but yeah. they. I guess I don't know. I mean, I've never been to Australia, but I guess when they when you kick a ball in Australia, you don't run straight on. You kind of run off to the side a little bit. For right. whatever reason, I'm not right. sure what that is, but that's what they do. So I think a lot of people like that because is he going to run the ball? Is he going to – I don't know that anyone's ever really worried about the Australian punter running the ball, but it does kind of – he swoops over to the side and then he gives it a, a nice boot. You know, and he's not – in in and so uh, Groden, he's not the only international player we have on the team. We also have some other international players – on the team, uh, we have somebody from uh, Canada, from Ontario, which I mean, it's you know, is, is whatever. that uh, Jamal Adai's cousin, I believe? Yeah, Alonzo Alonzo Adai. Yeah, Alonzo Adai is uh, is from Pickering, Ontario. Or Jamal, so I guess his name is. Jamal I guess I mean, I just hope he doesn't uh, he doesn't get confused by the fact that the field is a couple of yards. Shorter. He's probably going to be a little bit surprised at the. Field goal post is not right on the end zone. <laughs> in the middle of the, in the middle of the end zone, and then uh, my favorite of all is we have an offensive lineman. He's a redshirt sophomore um, named Eric. And I, I'm forgive me because I do not know how to pronounce this. Eric Schjolstedt. Schjolstedt. He's from Sweden. So we've got a Swedish offensive lineman. You know they grown big. You know, the Vikings. They got we're gonna, uh, we're gonna look up how to pr- pronounce that last name. We're gonna follow back to laugh at what you just said because I think it's more like Schustet or something like that. Well, you're much more Aryan than I am, John. Okay, I don't know what to do with that, but okay. So it helped that. I two quick ones from me though, just to get your opinion on. So when I was talking about who the defensive leader might be, I just scanning through looking at who were, who were returning for um, upperclassmen. I know Reese Donahue's back. I think he uh, was up there in tackles for last year's defense. I would assume he's probably going to be one of those leaders on the defense. And then um, if you look through the headshots of the players on the roster, I don't know what kind of player he's going to be, but uh <laughs> and I know he's already played some cause I know the name, but Josh Sills has the best 
headshot of anyone on the roster. He's so party. Think- he's he's business in the front, party in the back. Oh yeah, and it's uh, and he's it got looks, the gun, he's got the Gundy going on, he's, and it looks re- bleached. It, it look like the flap looks looks bleached. So you're saying that uh, you're hoping that there's some some camera time when he's sitting on the bench yeah. in between series. Yes, yeah, helmet yeah, off. Yeah. All right, let the, let I like the, it. Let the locks flow. I I've been trying. We've been trying to talk Scoot into doing the whole mall um, action. I am. I will do it for money. You do it for money. <laughs> <laughs> to my favorite charity. To your favorite. Okay, good. Good. Me. To your favorite charity. <laughs> Me. <laughs> yeah, Jocelyn. He's got good look. He's also got sort of the. Uh, he got the stash kind of going. Is, there. is it a crust def- stash? Like a crust stash? He's got the. He's definitely got the best. Like uh, an Adam Morrison crust stash. All I best, know is it. It looks like. Stash. Oh, that's a bad stash. It looks like a dude that, you know, I, I want to make sure is on my team. Because <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want to meet him in in the middle of the field. He's that headshot's he more like, like a mugshot. Yeah, it looks it does. It's definitely mugshot esque. Yeah, right, right. Well, he looks a little surprised. Like he he's like, oh, you're taking my picture. Yeah, he wasn't like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. what's his name? Josh. Hey, Josh. Look, and then it's a click. And then but speaking picture. of big dudes, six six three three thirty, I want him on my team. So yeah, right. I hear you. So and uh, you know and then what do you, what's your so we we kind of already know what the quarterback situation is uh, gonna be now at this point we know who our starter is in Austin Kendall but like what's the uh, what's the long term prognosis here guys like what happens down the road well I, I think I mean yeah. I think in January when we knew Austin Kendall was coming over I think we all just kind of assumed I know I did that the case was closed I think what surprised me and I can't decide I unfortunately I think it it made me a little bit nervous is that decision to name him the starter went super super long into the I mean just a couple weeks ago we finally we finally so got if you're Jack there, Allison so. what are you thinking are you thinking like you're thinking transfer. Who? who I, think I think if you, I mean, he's already yeah. been a transfer. So you're like, uh, uh, yeah. I wonder who else was interested in me. Could, do I go the Do I go the one or the JUCO route to get back up, kind of like a David Sills? Do I Do I bounce down to go back up? Maybe. I mean, I just you know, especially since the fact that I mean, you know, you've got Austin Kendall, who's a redshirt junior, so he's got another year of eligibility after this. You know, you've got Jared Dodge, Do Doage, however you say his name, the guy from Bowling Green. Uh, Jack Allison you know, is a GIF stud. That yeah, that little he, that GIF that little from GIF, last year. Yeah. Oh man, it's great. It's a if, great if. That but was how he threw the ball tell, all the time. I hate time. to tell this to him. He's a nice kid and all, but I hate to tell this to him. That's his 15 minutes of fame right there, boys. Like, He's well, done. and you know what I hate for Jack Allison is the bowl game just wrecked our opinion. I feel like I, I you know, if you if you if you yeah. remember back to that game, he looked um, like a giraffe being taken down did. by a pack of well, and, and I don't feel like we were helping him out any either with the the way the game was being called. But man, we got done with that game, and I think collectively, I remember talking to you guys like I don't feel like that's the answer. So, and I'll tell you something else too. If I'm Austin Kendall. Uh, I need to play well because I think them bringing in this guy from Bowling Green as well is sort of also an indictment on, I think, well, had he been eligible? I, I can't recall off the top of my head if he got his eligibility for this year. Maybe he, is. he comes in as he the, is. He is as eligible. the starter. 
And I think mm-hmm. that, but I he still has a red. He still has redshirt availability, though. Right. He so I think they're going to redshirt him, but you can play right. in four games, even though being redshirted. So I'm wondering, like, hey, come game yeah. eight. Yeah, that's what if, I mean. Don't rest on your laurels if you're Austin Kendall because he's an accomplished quarterback. I mean, he's like coming if things in haven't a, happened, he comes in maybe game eight, game eight or nine, and keeps his redshirt year, and then starts off next year as a starter. Yeah, yeah, you never know. And, and, and so now, what happens to Trey Low, redshirt freshman going into this season? Never really thought he was going to start, but was you know at one point was he the quarterback of the future or, or what happens? But now we're we're looking down the pipeline of uh, of that what's that kid Garrett um, Garrett Green um, Garrett Green yeah. So like what what are we looking at now? Like what, you know do, do we loot this Trey Low go away? Do we look at this year? We've got you know Kendall. And, uh, you know, Trent, Trent Jackson's another one, but he was fourth string all the way from the kind of the get go. Could we get, could we get Trey low to play uh receiver? Some, I, I mean, uh, it didn't work out for William crest, but he, well, that's, I was, you know what? I gotta be honest with you. I was thinking the same thing about, and I don't think it would work, but Jack Allison, I mean, Jack Allison's a big boy. He's six, six. He's tall, man. Like I think he runs like, uh, <laughs> you in a pair of, Crocs, Crocs, yeah, in in a on a wet a surface, storm. yeah. yeah right. <laughs> like <laughs> I think that's how he runs. Like it's a lot of right. it's a lot of legs moving, and there's no like he's running a hundred miles a minute, and he's going three feet. <laughs> but I think for Trey Low, again, that's I brought up the bowl game because I was one of the people that. I I wasn't calling for Trey Lowe, but I was I was disappointed we didn't get to see any of him. I I didn't think Jack Allison's play meant you just you just you know nailed Trey Lowe to the bench. I, I'm I'm surprised we didn't see him get into the game because for me, he's pretty much an unknown quantity. I don't really know what he can do. I haven't seen him throw many many balls in 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 real world action. So well, and I think another unknown quantity like for this whole thing is is that we don't know what this offense looks like yet. Like we haven't really seen it in action and how much you know what happens with the new coaching staff, what that changes and what kind of quarterback we really need at that point. I want to know are they going to hold those gigantic poster boards with funny pictures? Oh man, I hope they do. I'm gonna miss those if those. Will are Will there be the guys that that are like towel cobras who hold up the towels over their necks so that nobody can read what, <laughs> what Neil Brown is saying? Is Mike Is Mike Joseph gonna be Neil Brown's holdback guy, like, like uh, the guy for the Rams? Will be is? towel cobras? I want to know. If, <laughs> yeah, Johnson, what's your prediction? Towel cobras? Yes or no? Oh, I think you still have towel cobras. Yeah. They're Guido? just not around Neil Brown. No, I think they're no, gonna be around I, I think Neil else. Brown's going to need a holdback guy. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Mike Joseph's holding is going to be up there constantly pulling Neil Brown back from around the field. Do you think that Jack Allison will be headset clipboard, kind of like Markel Harrison was during the Rich Rod years? Uh, yeah, no, I don't. Th- I think Jack Allison will be down on the bench, f- tr- playing on his phone, trying to figure out how to enter the transfer portal. Is what I think it is. <laughs> that makes <laughs> or, me sad. That, that makes me sad. I, maybe I running think, on a I think this is one of those years where, you, you know, Austin Kendall came in. If you if you are to believe the people in Oklahoma, they say he gave um, Kyler Murray a run for his money for the position in Oklahoma. I I don't know if that's just speaking nice things, you know, about Austin Kendall. But if that's to be believed, then again, that's why I have such a hard time believing it took that long into the spring to name the starter. I just think it was probably 
Neil Brown trying to figure everybody out and Neil Brown. And could it be to a, like make it? A, I think it, I think we needed a little press in this in this, you know, preseason, whatever you want to call it, this camp time that we need a little press and well, making there being a little bit a of family a quarterback connection. controversy. Yeah, I think it was. There's a family connection for Neil Brown and and, and Austin Kendall's family. So I'm he wondering if he's trying to like, he re- yeah, yeah, yeah I'm wondering if he's trying to give it a little distance, give it a little time. Probably in, in his mind, it was always going to be Austin, but he needed to kind of. It play, let it play out here with the press. All right, every week we're going to do a segment called Earful. You hit us up with an idea on hashtag Earful on Twitter. Johnson, Scoot, give me an earful. Hey, Johnson, I don't know if you saw this. How about the Mountaineer football team is going to travel farther than any other Big 12 team. They're going to travel the second most travel miles in the country in college football. Yeah, the only it's reason- rough. The only reason Arizona has more is why they go to Hawaii. They went to Hawaii. Yeah, this is a rough chart. This is this has got to take its toll on the program, right? I mean, you're talking over eleven thousand miles, and it makes me wonder who travels the least. Like, I wonder who has the biggest advantage in this category because well, to me, that's clearly an advantage. Let's put it in perspective. SEC teams don't travel very far. Georgia travels eleven hundred miles. Actually, less than the travel, the, the trip to uh, Kansas. <laughs> that's for their whole season. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Okay, that, that puts it in perspective. Now, I don't mind travel. I like flying on an airplane. I mean, that part's probably not that big a deal. But it's the it's a couple hours flight now instead of just a short little puddle jump here or there. You know, I'm sure when we were in the Big East. The trips weren't really weren't that bad unless you had to go to Miami, but now I mean it's every trip is far. Yeah, and there's I mean these guys are used to it. I mean you you know the people that have been in the program now it's probably just part of the routine. But there's time change. You know you're you're crossing time zones when you're heading out west from Morgantown. So to me this is a really eye opening chart. We already knew this anecdotally, but when you see the numbers in front of you, man, that is just seemingly a just makes me tired just looking at the chart and. Is there any way around it? Can we get in another conference, please? Come on. Well, I'm sure the uh, the AAC would be more than happy to have us, but I don't think that uh, is what they're willing to do just to, to reduce their frequent flyer miles. Scoot. Well, what fires me up, Johnson, is that Pitt doesn't travel very far. I mean, I yeah, guess... so Pitt on the top 10 fewest travel miles list, of course, one more reason to be aggravated about the panthers they travel 2800 miles the whole season so here's here's the flip side i guess um at least they can suck without having to travel very far to do yeah that's right they can suck close to home you're right so uh that's an earful so guys we're gonna wrap up this episode of got your ears on but i do have one question for the both of you guys that i think i'll probably answer every week Uh, We haven't played a game yet this season. We played JMU this week. But if we were to play Marshall this week, would we win or would we lose to Marshall? Scoot? This week, we we would beat Marshall uh, 31-3. to Nice. Johnson, would we win or would we lose to Marshall this week? We we would. Why is this even a question? We would win. Um, (laughs) I don't know what the score would be. I don't care. 
I'm with you. I think we would also win, and uh, I think it would be 47 to zero. So we would beat the herd. Uh, folks, thanks for listening to Got Your Ears On. I'm Guido. That's Johnson. And that's Scoot. Check us out online. You can also follow us on Twitter. I'm at Tob. That's T O B Guido. Scoot's at T O B Scoot. And Johnson's at T O B Johnson. Those are zeros, not O's, folks. And don't forget, check us out on Twitter at Got Your Ears On as well. We'll be back next week to kind of follow up what happens in the JMU game and whatever other craziness is going on with West Virginia University sports. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been Got Your Ears On. We'll be right back.